Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm super honored that you're here with me making your journey to becoming a conscious mama so much more enjoyable. Um, Today, we have another um, community um, supportive chat. Uh, This actually stems from the end of last year, uh, December 2020, when I was getting inundated with a lot of clients and discovery calls, um, just being mentally, emotionally, and physically broken from the years of fertility treatment. And it brought up a lot of hard questions and um, a lot of hard discussions. And obviously, I want to bring it to everyone to really start thinking and um, yeah, just opening the conversation, right? (laughs) Because it is a big topic. I mean, there are some of us out there that truly need medical support. There's some of us out there that are just led to believe that that's the only way. And um, there's a lot of us out there that... um, just feel completely broken by this whole process. First, just uh, fertility issues naturally, and then, you know, the continuous um, nonstop um, scheduling and overthinking and um, medications. And, um, you know, you guys know I'm always going through I'm always growing. So I work with coaches. I work with, um, you know, people who have amazing abilities to tap into the realm. I do it myself. Um, I truly believe that we are physical beings on a physical earth and we got to play the physical game. And um, anyways, why I'm telling you this is I had a session with a mentor and she was like, you still have like, some really um, big nervous um, nervous system issues um, from IVF. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. If I'm completely honest with myself, yeah, there's kind of this stored trauma um, from what I went through. And it's just, you know, like just such a big thing to say out loud because I know a a lot of you listening, you know, you are go-getters, you're type A, you're strong women, you're here listening to this podcast, you're empowering yourself. And, um, you know, this radical responsibility that we've been on through this year, this, you know, all of end of last year, and you continue on into this year, 
Um, I know this is coming out a lot later on the podcast than it does in my community. Um, but like, I'm still here for it. I'm still here for this radical responsibility. And it's just hard. It's hard to hear that. And it's hard to, you know, be really truthful with yourself and be vulnerable and open up and go, yeah, yes, I absolutely um, still have mental and emotional and maybe even physical issues that I'm not realizing because of the quote-unquote trauma that my whole fertility journey produced and because society just kind of brushes it to the side I mean god I most of my IVF journey I was working a full-time job trying to live a full-time life and doing it on top of that so um yeah it's a really um hard like place in the journey but it's really really important and if I can support you through that now, instead of like me, you're talking about seven years after I had my IVF baby. So we're talking about almost a decade of holding on to this bullshit unknowingly. Um, you know, I'm here to just support you not <laughs> to, to not learn through my mistakes. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another group coaching section uh, where I rant and rave if no one can show up live. Um, remember, if you um, have any questions and you can't make the live group coaching sessions, make sure you email me or pop them in the community um, and I will be happy to answer them either right away or wait for the live or sometimes I just make you guys a personal video depending on how in-depth the answer needs to be to the question. So um, I am going to talk about um, something that has been all over my social media and has come up in a few um, discovery calls and with some one-on-one -on -one clients and how IVF and uh, IUI, so a lot of people get um, suggested to do IUI first and when that doesn't work, um, you move into IVF. And um, what I'm seeing nowadays is that the continuous use of fertility treatment drugs, just that alone, um, well, not that alone, that's the first thing, right? When you are doing multiple rounds quite quickly, um, you know, I had a discovery call where this poor woman was almost, you know, no, she was seven years deep into almost continuous fertility treatment drug use. Um, and when she wasn't quote unquote on a treatment plan, they were still pumping her full of drugs to, to you know, produce, you know, whatever outcome they were searching for, whether it, well, for her, it was, um, you know, the oh, uh, brain fart, the growing of the eggs, right? So they wanted to see follicles. That's the word I am looking for. Um, and what these fertility treatment specialists, doctors, clinics aren't telling you because I just don't think they know because if they did know, it would be like malpractice <laughs> and 
you know, they always take an oath to do no harm. Um, so I'm really, really, I do believe that they just don't know is um, this is really having a huge, huge impact um, on your health. And as you guys know, on your fertility health, your your mental, emotional, physical health impacts your fertility health. There's no separation between the two. Um, and sometimes it doesn't quote unquote affect fertility per se, like meaning getting and staying pregnant, but it absolutely can affect a lot of different aspects of um, the journey during pregnancy and postpartum, as you guys know, um, that I ran rave about. <laughs> so this is like a huge thing right now. This is what's coming into my um, awareness through the many conversations that I have privately. And I really want to share this with the larger community that this is, or this is a thing. This is a really big thing. And I personally feel um, it's one of the most devastating things happening with inside of our community um, because it's literally taking your fertility issues um, that you, um, you know, previously had either known or unknown before you started trying to conceive and um, amplifying them, like making them worse, making your chances of using these medical treatments worse than when you first started using the treatments. And this is due to um, really not giving the body the accurate time and support you need to heal, to um, detox these drugs, heal mentally and emotionally from um, the loss and the quote-unquote failure that you feel every time around doesn't work or results in a miscarriage. Um, these are really, really big things. And um, I really want to emphasize that if your clinic tells you to wait or to slow down, to listen to them. If they are not giving you this advice, maybe you're a little bit older and they feel like, well, if you don't do it now, it's never going to work. That's complete BS. If there's just no advice and you're just led to do whatever you want to do, my advice is to slow the fuck down. Trust me, IVF is going nowhere. If anything, it's going to become a bigger business in the future because more people um, are going to be dealing with fertility issues. The next generation is really coming of age, um, wanting to start creating families. Maybe the women who have wanted to quote unquote wait later in life. Um, and are going to be faced with some big issues because health and wellness and the correlation to cellular health, to fertility health, just hasn't reached the mass population yet. This is my mission, right? And um, so that treatment facility, they're always going to be there for you. They're not going anywhere, okay? So have faith that if you choose or want to use medical treatment um, to, to help get you to your final destination faster. I definitely believe that medical treatment can do that for you. Obviously, you are able to collect, hopefully, fingers crossed, more than one egg in that round. And when you're trying naturally, that's usually just what you get. One egg, one shot every single month. Fertility treatment, especially IVF, 
really ramps those numbers up for you. Um, you can do genetic testing. You know, there's lots of reasons why to use IVF, especially if you are, you know, uh, quote unquote older. Really, it gives you that time. What it does not give you, gives you, what it doesn't give you is um, increasing your health and well-being and increasing that um, embryo quality and that egg quality. IVF cannot do that for you. Um, over on TikTok, there's been some comments about, well, IVF um, has this ability to teach your body what it needs to do naturally or like kickstart your fertility. And I just really want people to think about that for one second. If that technology, if that's what IVF is doing to people, um, that's basically nanotechnology. That's basically um, bots going into your body, reprogramming your cells, your DNA, all these normal functions that happen um, automatically or should happen automatically and going in and like reprogramming that like it's fucked up. Right, <laughs> like, and maybe just maybe, uh, you know, in the future, there can be that technology, but that's not what IVF does right now at all. Like, not even a little bit. Um, I think a lot of people are thinking this because you see a lot of people go through, you know, multiple rounds of treatment, and then all of a sudden they're pregnant naturally. Um, but it's not the IVF treatment teaching your body what to do or kickstarting anything. Um, Drugs as they are right now mimic what your body um, want or you know wants to do and can do naturally um, when you you know improve your cellular health, really figure out what's going on. Once you stop taking those drugs, they start to leave your body. Your body tries its best to detox the shit out of those things because it's a foreign agent. They are they're they don't want them there. Um a lot of drugs are set up um where if you're continuously on them, so let's talk about birth control, let's talk about thyroid medication, um steroids, not steroids, sorry, um uh glutathione. So these natural um, mimicking hormones or, you know, different things that you need for your body to function. If you overuse them, your body actually will start thinking, hey, I don't need to produce this much, so I'm going to lower that production. And it actually makes you more reliant on the medication. Now, as far as I know, IVF meds don't do that. They're not going to make you reliant on that medication to proper functionally. But the continual use of mimicking and um, overstimulating the body with these synthetic hormones um, really just throws your body out of whack. And that's what long-term birth control does. And for the most part, it starts to hide, you know, symptoms as well of what's going on naturally. You know, um, yeah, one of the, the discovery calls was like, well, what's your normal cycle like? And they're like, I don't know. I haven't had a normal cycle in years because I've been on so much fertility treatment. And when I'm not on fertility treatment, I'm on birth control. And so we just don't even know like where your body's at. And like, we got to really figure, give your body time to detox, figure out where you're at and then start supporting from there. So um, 
yeah, IVF does not. And, and like, this is probably some inside work that I need to do, but it really pisses me off when people come towards me with that type of language. Um, probably for um, the biggest thing is it disempowers the woman. It really um, leads this false narrative that everyone dealing with fertility issues needs this medical support to achieve their ultimate goal, which for most of us, we can do this with minimum support if we maximize our cellular health. But telling women, oh, well, these treatments are gonna, you know, like kickstart your fertility or teach your body what it naturally has um, been programmed to do for millions of years. It just, it, it, it literally just takes the power away from the woman. And the woman is there thinking like, well, I need this to do what I, my body naturally was designed to do. And I think that's what gets my goat the most is, um, you feel so disempowered through so much of your fertility journey. Um, and especially when you're using medical treatments, you just, you know, you, you give away your power. I know that I, I felt very different emotions and I guess that's what I was feeling that I was so powerless and that I couldn't do anything. And yet here I was kind of quote unquote, uh, a normal functioning woman had all the bits, but they just weren't doing it. And I needed these medical treatments to do it. And that's what I truly believed until I got pregnant naturally. Right. And, you know, I don't beat myself up over it. I didn't know what I didn't know, but I, I really want to support women through um, this type of language and real just fucking nonsense that's getting put out there. And I think it's really dangerous to um, even allow this kind of talk to go on. Um, if you ever hear a medical professional say this or anyone around you, I would like you to flip the script on them and say, can you please show me the um, peer-reviewed research about this? like show me the evidence and not natural pregnancies after IVF that is not evidence <laughs> and obviously I don't have the evidence to back up my theories um even though they're right I'm just saying <laughs> like um most of the time when people get pregnant after IVF or after fertility treatments it's because they have changed either small or big things to improve their cellular health without even knowing what was going on. A lot of the times they never needed medical assistance um, and the stress of infertility and medical treatments, um, once that kind of goes away, you know, or you're not hyper-focusing on it, that's the stress and your cortisol response that just greatly lowers. And let's say you've changed up your diet a little bit. You, you know, got your supplementation going on. And once you surrender, remember, we talk a lot about surrender, um, that brings your fertility lineup. So if you haven't listened to the community chat, and obviously this all goes out onto the podcast as well about the fertility line. And I think there's even a link for the podcast to watch that because I use a lot of hand movements. Um, a lot of people are here with their fertility line. And um, I was saying to someone in a discovery call the other day that like, 
our ancestors were up here. Like, so my hand is like at my chin, my other hand's like above my head, right? They didn't think about fertility. They took fertility for granted and rightly so. We were just all healthy human beings having healthy babies for the most part. And through the society, toxins, food, stress, you fucking, you fucking name it, most of us are hovering way closer to this fertility line. Some just above, some right on, right? And remember, this fertility line isn't perfection. This is just your ability to get and stay pregnant depending on your genetics and you know everything that's associated with it. So when you're just like baseline with your fertility, you're not getting and staying pregnant, you use medical assistance, maybe you're improving some, it doesn't work or it does work. And then all of a sudden, you just get a little bit above that line. All the stress is gone. You know, all that kind of BS is gone. You've improved your diet. Your mental and emotional well-being is up. You're just up a little bit more and you get and stay pregnant. Um, I know I make it sound simple, but it's not that <laughs> for some people it's that simple. I know um, if you are like me dealing with um, a lot more bigger issues or even feeling frustrated that you feel like you're doing everything perfect and it's still not working, I completely relate to you. Um, and just know that it's really about keeping up exactly what you feel is right for you keeping up that consistency and surrendering. Remember, that's the key to this, um, to this process. Um, so that is why people usually get pregnant um, after IVF. IVF was never fucking needed in the first place. And IVF for a lot of people isn't needed. Um, unless you have structural issues or genetic issues that cannot be influenced by functional medicine, um, you don't need IVF. It should just be a choice. Do, am I choosing to use IVF to quote unquote make my journey a little bit quicker? Because absolutely it can help with that. Um, so yeah, in regards to these multiple rounds of IVF, um, obviously the drugs are a big issue. And I know I like touched on it just a little bit before. Um, the mental and emotional toll. Um, this is probably one of the most underrated um, issues going on in the fertility treatment realm. Um, hats off if you have a clinic that is aware of this or a doctor that is aware of this. But, um, uh, you know, everyone that I'm speaking to right now is just broken, just absolutely broken from you know, round after round after round. And the ones that choose to, you know, do discovery calls and then go either join the course in the one-to-one, -one, they are literally mind blown at what we unearth and what we discovered of the root cause of what's really going on. And um, there is a really big mix of um, like mad and madness and sadness that no one has told them this before and i i completely relate to this i know i've said before i was supposed to be the most happiest joyful person when i got pregnant naturally and literally almost the first four months of that pregnancy i was fucking pissed off i was really pissed that this information just wasn't readily available out there um, and then obviously a mix of of a hope and just, you know, that newfound um, drive and determination um, not 
to necessarily get and stay pregnant, but that there's stuff that they can do to increase their journey with joy and love and, and you know, like a proper uh, supported uh, gut supplementation routine, uh, finding food intolerances, realizing that their thyroid is actually a little bit underactive and needs support. Um, just so many little different things that we um, discover and break through. And I think it's just like a huge new lease on life. Um, and that, it's so important. And it's a game changer. And, you know, like thinking about it right now, I guess that's why I kept going, right? I had three, I want to say close to like more like five years of just complete bullshit, right? And, um, you know, year five and six was kind of like these aha, like, oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, I've been on this journey a really long time. But these last two years have been so dramatically different and um, literally produced a new like human being inside me. And then um, cherry on top, here comes the IVF baby. And then, you know, it only got better from there for me and it continues to get better. Um, so big hug to everyone who is in the thick of you know, years of fertility treatments and just unknowing and frustration. Um, even if it's just been a few months for you and you're you're landing here, um, just know when you start using a holistic functional approach um, that it's just going to be a completely different journey towards the end results um, and that it's, it's more joyful and more fun if I do say so myself. And like, obviously, I'm here guiding you, which um, is huge. And I think my journey would have been way quicker if I had someone like me um, supporting me. So I hope that this um, little rant talk has been inspirational, especially if you're going through IVF treatment or IUIs, and it's been years, and you're just wondering why it's not working. I know there's um, a chat before this of why your holistic fertility um, regimes might not be working during IVF. And this might have been like really uh, redundant, <laughs> like uh, really similar. Um, but um, yeah, the more you hear it, the more it will resonate with you and the more you can start impl implementing the things that you want to, to make this journey more joyful. All right, my friends have a beautiful day and we will see you next time. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.